Hello and welcome to Know Your Wrestling. I am your host, Mark Sylvester, and I hope to be reminding long-time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. Today I'm joined by my good friend Michael Blake. My gran. Today I thought I'd do something a little different. As on the 19th of July, uh, on the first edition of SmackDown Live, WWE held its WWE draft. So I thought we'd give our thoughts on the draft. Basically, the way that the draft works, Mikey, is that each round, uh, they have five picks. So it usually goes, Raw has three, then SmackDown has two. So you got... Raw, then SmackDown, then Raw, then SmackDown, then Raw. Did you like the way that they kind of did this? Made it a bit more interesting? Or would you prefer it just one, 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 one? And they just like did, uh, and then they kept on going. How do you find the way they did the draft? You mean how they were picking their teams and then and then going from there? Yeah, like how did you find the way that as SmackDown uh, is obviously two hours and Raw is three hours. Did you like the fact that you had three picks for Raw and two picks for SmackDown? Or would you prefer it more to be... Rather than being in rounds, just like one person being drafted and then the next person, then they do another round, or did you, or did you like the way they did, they did it? Uh, I thought the way they did it was fine, but um, the way that they the team captains were choosing their teams, um, I don't know, it felt a bit uh, felt a bit cheesy the way they were announcing it and all that. Other than that, it seemed alright. It seemed that, like they planned it well. That's cool, man. So with that little bit out of the way, let's begin. Witness the event that will change the landscape of WWE as you know it. There will be unique superstars for both Raw and SmackDown. Tonight at 8, 7 central. I think things need to be shaken up around here. The WWE Draft. When SmackDown moves to Tuesday nights, live. Tonight at 8, 7 central, only on USA. Basically, SmackDown was live from Rochester, Massachusetts, and it opens with both Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, who are obviously the commissioner and GM of SmackDown, with um, Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon, who are the commissioner and GM of Raw, and they're on their respective podiums. So did you like the podiums that they had at the top of the stage, or that sort of thing? Because I thought it was quite an interesting way to make both the shows seem important and stuff, but it was quite clever. Or would you prefer it just being one? Uh, probably would have been better if it was one because it seems a bit like I said cheesy having two people going yeah we've got better picks than you yeah we're better than you it's like oh my god and their first overall pick or draft sorry was Seth Rollins any comments? Um, I, I haven't got a good opinion of it because uh, all, all I can take is that the gist of um, our friends reactions on the night was that oh that sucked so I was just thinking why does it suck so I guess it sucks and then you had SmackDown draft as their first pick was Dean Ambrose, who is the WWE champion. Do you like the fact that even though I thought it was quite clever the way that they did Seth Rollins because it was the more uh, like going back to this storyline and the relationship that he has with Stephanie. I thought it was quite clever that SmackDown was like, we're going to choose the world champion because obviously he's the top of the company pretty much as he's mm. the champion. Then Raw, then drafts in the first round, Charlotte, who's a women's champion. Then you had SmackDown then drafts AJ Styles, which is good because it shows how at a top level that he is. I mean, we've seen him live twice and, yeah. you know, it's quite cool to have him who we saw him like back in January and we met him. And then now he's like one of the top main picks on the draft. I thought it's really so. What do you That's think about that? Sick, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. No, no, we saw him. Pretty cool. And then the final pick of this round was Raw picking Finn Balor. Any comments about them choosing Finn? Because obviously you've seen him live and stuff. Did you think that was quite a good pick? Because I thought it was because obviously it shows the importance of him and it shows the importance of NXT that he could be a, a chosen person. Yeah, stress-wise, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't pick him as he's one of the bigger wrestlers, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. 
Indeed he was. And then the next segment that we had was John Cena coming out. And then he had a match against Luke Gallows where Cena was with Enzo Amori and Cass and Luke Gallows was with the, with the club. So do you like Enzo and Cass? Uh, remind because, me who he is. Uh, he's the one who goes, I'm Enzo Amori and I'm a certified G on a bona fide start. And you can't teach that. And he had Bid Cass who goes, Is he the we one got, with the ponytail? Yeah, we got one word oh, to yeah. describe you. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. You know, those two, Enzo and Cass, are really yeah, good. Yeah, I think Enzo's a good character. Like, she's a smile. <laughs> yeah, he's cool, isn't he? And then he had Cena winning by the AA because, you know, they'd be of a brawl and stuff. I thought, like... Cena's the best. <laughs> everyone else would agree with me. <laughs> yeah, everyone else on the IWC would completely agree with you there. Actually, probably would do more nowadays because he hasn't been pushed down our throats as much anymore as he used to be. Then the next round of drafts that we had was Raw drafting Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. <laughs> then you had SmackDown drafting John Cena, which is obviously that they can carry on the, the club Cena feud with AJ Styles obviously being the main guy. So you had Raw drafting Brock Lesnar, which is you pretty much. Then you <laughs> had... Yes, you had Raw drafting Brock Lesnar. Then you had SmackDown and drafts Randy Orton, who's basically going to be coming back and it'll be a big match because he's going to be wrestling Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So it's like the one of the only times you can ever see these two wrestle. And then I the think f- that'll be a one-sided match. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I reckon Brock will destroy uh, Randy Orton. And then Raw drafts the New Day, which is a good choice because the New Day are fantastic. Yeah, I can only comment from what I remember. The announcement for them was pretty shit. Like they took when when uh, what's her name Stephanie McMahon yeah when she when she announced the new day like the way she said they like I just did just sort of took the imp out of who they are they're kind of known for like new day rocks new day rocks they're like they they always go the new day they're they're one of the most entertaining people if you don't watch wrestling give the new day a watch because they are very entertaining. Uh, then you had the next match that we had on the show was a tag team match between Zack Ryder and Darren Young, who was uh, with Bob Backlund against Rusev and The Miz with Maurice. And then you had Darren Young and Zack Ryder winning with uh, Darren Young using the uh, chicken wing, which is basically because they're doing a storyline where Bob Backlund is training up Darren Young to be great again. They kind of like the whole thing of Donald Trump because WWE and Donald Trump before and still kind of are kind of friends because Donald Trump was at WrestleMania once before. And then the next match that we had was Bray Wyatt against Xavier Woods with Bray Wyatt winning with his sister Abigail you know they were the really cool like gothic with the cool uh, when you got all the fans were there like like olden days used to have them with the um, lighters nowadays you have yeah. the light on their phone like, I think it's a really cool character so hopefully they might push him as well and then you had Kevin uh, Kane's was supposed to wrestle against Kevin Owens but then Sami Zayn attacks Kevin Owens and then Kane chokes slams them both so what do you think about this because <laughs> I think that annoyed me about this it kind of made them seem both a bit weak well it's, like they don't matter yeah yeah and then the funny thing as well after that what do you think about drafting the third round of picks, drafting Sami Zayn? After the basically being destroyed by Chokeslam by Kane, you would think a bit like, why are you drafting someone who you... Just got beaten. Yeah, who just got beaten up yeah. like with a Chokeslam. It? Yeah, it does a bit, yeah. Because even though Sami Zayn's one of my favourite wrestlers in WWE, who I think is really good, I just thought it was a bit weird. Yeah. And then SmackDown then drafts Bray Wyatt, who would be really cool. So hopefully on SmackDown, he might be used and like actually pushed properly. Because he's a really good wrestler who deserves more of a push than he has. Yeah, I noticed how didn't they pick him without his group, and then they pick, and then the other team picked New Day as a group. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit weird. Like some of them, they can choose uh, how the draft works. Is basically you can choose a wrestler or you can choose a tag team. But if you want to sit, sit them up, you can as well. So it's a bit weird. You can either choose a ta- tag team as a tag team or split them up, which is really bizarre. But yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. And then Raw then drafts my favorite wrestler, as you guys, as you know, Sasha Banks. So I was happy about that. I wanted her to be on SmackDown more, but. 
because I like her a lot and I want to watch her and see how she does and hopefully become the women's champion at SummerSlam potentially, mm. which we'll be watching live and I'll be screaming my head off if she wins. Then you have on SmackDown then draft Becky Lynch, the Irish last kicker. Becky Lynch, which one's that? Uh, the Irish one with the bright orange hair. She was at WrestleMania 32 against Charlotte and Sasha Banks. You know the one who's the steampunk, the steampunker? I think I remember, yeah. And she, then, got, she got a tan, fake tan. Yeah, they all have fake tans pretty okay. much, except for Paige. She's the only one that's actually pale. Pale white. Yeah. And then the final pick of this round was Raw with Chris Jericho. Any comments about the Chris Jericho pick? Uh, is that is that because he's like old? He They thought they could use him, then he can, because as he's an older guy who's more like a veteran, he can then use his star power to help rub and bring up other wrestlers who are lower down the cards. Yeah. So he's, he's kind of like, he's been doing that for years and years where literally he's been uh, someone who's always been putting over the younger talents because as he's a veteran, he feels like they never did it for him. So he's like, I'm going to screw all the other like veterans. They didn't do it for me back in the 90s and like when he was in WCW. Uh, so he's, he was just like, well, I'm going to do it for them. Mm. And then the next match that we had was Sasha Banks versus Charlotte and Dana Brooke in a handicap match. This was a quick other like two, three minute match. With Charlotte and Dana Brooke winning, with obviously double teams. So, what do you think about this match? I'll I'll have, I'll have my little rant in a minute about the match in a second. So, I'm gonna let you talk about it first. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I can't remember it. Can you jog my memory? Uh, basically, it's the handicap match, and they basically Sasha Banks had a bit of offense, and then they double teamed her, and then they won, and it was the um her basically building up to the Sundays where she's going to have a tag team match against Dana Brooke and Charlotte with a tag team partner of her choice, pretty much. It was just a quick like two three minute match. Uh, wasn't I can't say I remember the whole match, but was that more for the people that beat her to get a bit of credit? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but I think the thing that annoyed me the most about it, like this is gonna be my rant, is the fact that uh, because you know she's my favorite, I'll be mentioning this about anyone else if it was like Steve Austin or CM Punk or someone like that. The thing that annoyed me the most about the whole situation is the fact that. Even though she lost, which is fine, all wrestlers win and lose, it's fine. That's how wrestling works. The fact that they didn't make her more, uh, a more stronger, more like impact about it because it's as it's supposed to be her first loss on the main roster as she's been on there for over a year. You would think they would have made it a bit more better, what, like a bit more dramatic. Yeah, a bit more better, a bit more dramatic. Make it like make the announcers go even like, oh my god, Sasha Banks, the first time ever on the main rosters lost by pinfall, and it's just like they should have done that and make yeah, they just her accepted it as if like it could happen that easy. Yeah, I made it look that easy, but yeah, they took the info out of her name. Yeah, I know, man. And also as well, it's just like where hopefully they could like WWE might not fuck it up and actually use it and like. She could use it in a promo saying, like, you took something that was important to me, my undefeated streak. I'm taking what's important from you and actual championships. I'm hopefully... Well, hopefully they can yeah. chat back and make it worth something. Yeah, because, like, WWE has been known for doing stuff like a, um, a streak ending or, for example, like something really big ending, like a title reign. That's been a long time and they mention it. But the fact that you had this woman who's loved by many people losing her first match by pinfall on TV, I understand she might not being on Raw and SmackDown for a couple of months because she's only been on the Superstars and main event, but still should have made it feel more important. Yeah, it's not, but, it's not fair on the fans either, is it? That, like her fans, because like, like you, they'll probably be thinking the same, like, what the hell was that? Yeah, no, like, I'll be honest, I, I don't mind she wins or loses. I don't really care, but it's the fact that... As long as you, they make it mean something. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's the thing that kind of annoys me, is the fact that they didn't make it seem like anything at all, and it's just like, you have this woman who's lost for the first time in over a year on the main roster, you would feel like it'll make it seem more important but hopefully WWE will use it as I said before to spur on a storyline and to help her spur on to become the women's champion and use it 
as like you know you might have beaten me and taken something i'll take something from your championship yeah yeah hopefully they meant to make it like weak or at least they can make or at least they can go back to it and and make it seem like it's what they planned yeah rather than just going oh we couldn't be able to plan this let's just put it out there yeah i know man because WWE are a bit like that sometimes like more recently they can like on the on the day decide on something and maybe someone missed that but hopefully next time they might realize shit she's been undefeated for over a year she's losing tonight we should make it more impactful more important but besides that sasha banks and charlotte you expect it to be a longer match mm. because but then obviously they had to do the draft as well so also being a two-hour show they were had to like sort of rush through some of the matches because that, that's why a lot of the matches besides the main event was only about two or three minutes match and then the next round of draft picks you had raw draft and rusev and lana which is quite an interesting pick there the bulgarian with the russian the next pick that you had was smackdown draft in the miz and, and maurice so it kind of like for example as rusev's the u.s champion and the miz is the ic champion it's kind of they're taking the champion to both of the shows then draw then drafts kevin owens who is one of our favorites you know very good wrestler mm. And then you had SmackDown then drafts uh, Aaron Corbin. And then you had Raw drafting Enzo and Big Cass. What do you think about those two picks? Obviously, Enzo and Big Cass being on Raw, which is good because they're on the flagship show. And what do you think about Baron Corbin being drafted to SmackDown? Uh, the lone wolf, as it were. Which one's he? He's the very tall guy with the weird, like, chest. He looks like his uh, chest and belly buttons look like Z- uh, Zig-, Zig and Zag from, like, you know, the old puppets. The, the one who fought against... Uh, going bald. He's the one who fought against Dolph Ziggler, and we saw him at NXT. He fought against Apollo Cruz. I think I remember. Didn't have sweatbands. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He had like he had very like jeans sort of shirts. He looked kind of bikery. That yeah, guy. I remember him now. And then Enzo and Big Cass going to Raw. So hopefully that should be good. But the only thing I don't like about them being on Raw is the fact that. I felt they could have been better on SmackDown in a sense because you've got them, uh, even though they're so good on the mic and stuff, you kind of feel like because the New Day are really good on the mic as well, you kind of have that competitiveness and like who's better. Where if they were on SmackDown, they might have been more like higher because obviously... They haven't got any competition. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah. And yeah. you want to use their main strengths where if you've got two of the same kind of characters and same kind of lo- who are loved, like... You can't enjoy them individually at the most, can you? Uh, nah, and then also it's like, who do you give the championship to? It's kind of like, well, at least if they're on SmackDown, they might have had like a higher chance of winning the tag team championship, if you, if you know what I mean and mm. stuff. But interesting to see what they do. Then you had Chris Jericho against Cesaro, uh, and then you had Chris Jericho winning with the code breaker. Another quick two, three minute match. Any comments at all about that match, Mikey? Um, I can't say I remember it. Ah, oh, fair enough. And the next thing that you had was a brawl between Becky Lynch and, and Natalia. That's basically building up their match at Battleground. Yeah. And then the next set of picks that you have is Raw drafting the club. What do you think about Raw drafting the club? The club is... It's Gallows and Anderson. They're the bald they, ones who group. with AJ Styles. Are yeah, they... the newest group. They're the ones who've been with AJ Styles for a while. All right. Um, so is there a new group? I'm going to say they brought them in to get them started up. Yeah, a bit higher. And also, because you've got Finn Balor on um, Raw, and you've also got their history of them being together in New Japan, they might potentially turn Balor heel and put them in with the club, which I thought would be quite cool. Jesus. Yeah, no, man. And then you had SmackDown, then Draft, and the American Alpha, which was a fine pick, because the American Alpha are awesome. They're the ones who we saw at NXT. It was like, Gable, Gable, Gable. <laughs> that one, you know. Jordan, yeah. Jordan, Jordan. I remember Gable. Jordan, Jordan. They were really good. Basically, they're like the, um, like you got Brock Lesnar's the Emperor of the Suplex City. These guys are like the kings of the suplexes. They're so good. So that's like a best kind of thing. 
Uh, they're, not, they're not second best, but they are pretty good at their suplexes. They're probably as good or even better technically than Brock Lesnar because like, they are really, really good, those two. Then you've got Raw drafting the big show. Obviously, you need uh, yeah another veteran as well on, on the big show. Then you got then SmackDown and drafts Dolph Ziggler, who is someone who's been around for years. So hopefully him being on SmackDown, they might be able to push him a bit higher again. And what, actually, like a refresher? Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be like a, a refresher for him because he's one of those people who's been pushed then de-pushed and pushed and de-pushed to hopefully, with him being on SmackDown, he might be pushed higher. But then at the same time, they might carry on his endless and seems to be infinity feud with Baron Corbin. So probably start to up that again. <laughs> probably no WWE. Then the final pick of this round was Raw drafting Nia Jax. What do you think about Raw drafting Nia, Nia Jax? Which one's he? Uh, she's the very big Samoan who fought against Bailey at Takeover uh, London that we went to see up in London to Takeover. Isn't she um, the Rock's cousin, Asian. No, she's Samoan. That's Asuka you're thinking of. She's the oh, Asian. Shit. Yes. Uh, the Asian one was good, but I don't remember the Rock's cousin. She's a very big lady. Four against Bailey in the NXT Takeover London. When was to see it? Uh, I can't even remember. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Mikey. Then again, she is kind of forgettable to me. She isn't that great, but hopefully, being on the main roster, she might improve. Because you never know. What happened? Then I saw her and I was like, "Oh, this sucks," and then forgot about it. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Uh, that's you know that's the thing about it. You know, you you don't get in wrestling in general. You don't get another like Sasha Banks for a while. So it's just like, yeah, it's just how good some people are. Some people just are <laughs> just that naturally good and that great, like she is. Keep bigging her up. I do, mate. mate <laughs> she's she's good though, dude. I, I I don't big up. I don't big up shit. I big up the best. <laughs> Like, I big up Chelsea, I big up Nintendo, Chelsea. I big up Ryu from Street Fighter, I big up Sasha Banks, I big up Rick Mayo, Adrian Edmondson, Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird. I big up them all, mate. If you're one of my boys slash girls, then you're, you're, good with, you're good with me. And then you got a promo by Seth Rollins, our boy, who was the first pick. Basically him saying he's going to win the championship and bring the title to Raw, kind of building up the main event. He's going to bring a title to Raw? Yeah, the gold, the, the WWE championship. In them. Mm. Yeah. And then you have... Then Raw drafts Neville, yeah, the one who looks uh, the English ears. guy. Yeah, with the big ears, yes. So hopefully he might be put into the cruiserweight division as Raw's going to have the cruiserweight division. Then you have SmackDown then drafts Natalia so they can carry on the feud between her and Becky Lynch. Then you've got Raw then picks Cesaro, who's a really good wrestler, and hopefully they'll push him and use him more. And then you have SmackDown then drafts Alberto Del Rio, who is the Mexican guy who's going out with Paige and he's been around for years and left and came back. So hopefully him being on SmackDown, they might push him again and make him seem more better than he actually is because he's, he's a very good wrestler, very good talker. So hopefully they might push him more and make him more towards the main event. And then the final pick of the SmackDown Live was Sheamus, former world champion, and Irish. He's, and he's in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Yep, he rock steady. So what do you think about rock steady getting the final draft pick of the Smackdown Live show uh, I think they picked him because he's in the title film mate yeah probably did <laughs> probably did because that film he is actually one of the best films about that film isn't he I thought it was him and you haven't seen it you no, no. should watch it just for Seamus and the other guy I can't remember, can't remember the guy's name but those two of Bebop from Rock City are very very good yeah. just watch it for Bebop from Rock City you'll love it if you can just find a cut with just those with just two of their scenes in it and, just, and you'll be fine well other than that the film sucks it's, uh, the film's alright it's nowhere as good as the original one the turtles themselves have more of a personality but besides that the those two are the best thing about the film the original film is still the best one to watch mm. which you guys should do if you get a chance go out and watch the original 1990 Mirage live action film that's such a good movie and then the final uh, segment of Smackdown was Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose 
with Dean Ambrose winning by the Dirty Deeds. What do you think about this match, the 40-minute uh, match? Because I thought it was actually quite good. Even though I didn't have much time to wrestle properly, for a 40-minute match, I thought it was quite good, actually. Maybe give it free. Dean Ambrose is, is a sweaty fuck. He is, yes. <laughs> Same with uh, Triple H. They're both very sweaty and wet fucks because mm. they drench themselves with water before they go out and shit. So, any other comments you want to make about the match? <laughs> well done on Dean Ambrose going out and running young. <laughs> Any big moments you thought about the match? As it's the that's like as it was the longest match, and actually we could really talk about it because the other matches were quite short, obviously because of time. My, my favorite moment was The Rock's cousin getting drafted. Fair enough, <laughs> Mikey. My favorite was Sasha Banks getting drafted because she's my she's my girl or my boy, whatever you want to call it, and she's the best. That's that's my least favorite bit. Sasha, you, Mikey. Sasha Banks appearing. Ah, oh, cheers, bro. <laughs> you, Scar, you hurt my heart, man. You hurt my heart. But you did buy me her shirt, so... Yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, support her and buy her shit. It's all for good. Mark. For me, and for her, obviously, as well. And for Mikey, because <laughs> Mikey secretly loves her as much as I do. And also by AJ Styles' shit as well. He's a, great, he's a great wrestler. So that was basically the draft on SmackDown Live. And then afterwards, the WWE had their another draft on an, as a network special. And this is the list of the full rosters so you have raw has seth rollins charlotte finn balor roman reigns brock lesnar the new day Sami Zayn, sasha banks chris jericho rusev kevin owens enzo and big cass gallows and anderson the big show nia Jax, neville cesaro sheamus the golden truth titus o'neill page darren young sinkara jack swagger the dudley boys summer ray mark henry Braun Strowman, Bo Dallas, The Shining Stars, Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, and Curtis Axel. So, any people from there impressed you at all? Obviously, besides <laughs> Sasha Banks, Seth Rollins, and people like that. Sasha Banks doesn't impress me. Yes, she does. You like her really, Mike. You're just what, saying so you, it. You say I can't say Brock Lesnar? Yeah, if you want to say Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, because he's sick boy. He's very good, yeah. And he also got Kevin Owens as well, who's very good and stuff. So, yeah, that's actually that's an all right roster, I suppose. And then you have SmackDown has Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, Cena, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, Becky Lynch, The Miz, Baron Corbin, American Alpha, Ziggler, Natalia, Alberto Del Rio, The Usos, Kane, Callisto, Naomi, The Ascension, Zack Ryder, Apollo Crews, Alexa Bliss, Brazango, who should really be known as Febreze, uh, Eva, Eva Marie, what the fuck? Um, the Vaude Villains, Eric Rowan, Mojo Rawley as well, which was like, what the fuck? And Carmella. So what do you think about the draft in general and and also those draft picks before before we go more into the draft in general? Um, I think Cena was the best on that list. For me, mate, it's got to be AJ Styles, but he was a very <laughs> good pick on that list. Very, very good. Is it, is it the draft anything? Is it like a new idea? Uh, no, they've done it since 2002 because obviously they had a massive roster and because obviously the house shows and stuff they ended up doing... Uh, basically going to have Raw and SmackDown and each show uh, at the time was run by Vincent Mann and Ric Flair so they literally had their draft pick and they can choose who they want to have like one person does one than the other like did you like the way it was done with the draft because I thought like even though SmackDown obviously isn't as big as Raw because obviously Raw's a flagship show but I kind of felt as you said like SmackDown was kind of seen as like the lower show but what do you think about the draft overall? Uh, I just thought that my impression of it was it seemed very new and and the idea seemed a bit cheesy. I mean, with a bit with a bit better announcing, I guess, would be better. Yeah, like 
yeah, I think that's I think that's the only difference. Other than that, it seems like a good idea. Yeah, because I, I reckon it would have made it a lot more better if they made it like the transfer window. Like you have like the two people on the podiums and it's like you've got the announcers saying who's going to be coming up, who's going to be coming and like, I reckon it'd be more interesting or do it like the World Cup that they have. Like they have the balls in the in the thing. It's like they like put them into like section A. They sort of have like main eventers, mid carders, jobbers and then they have the women's division. So they each like select and they each get like a thing and it's like from the, they go like first of the main events, then mid-card, then jobbers, and then the women's, and then they could keep on going back and forwards, like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And it's like, I picked this person, I picked this person, and then it makes it a bit more interesting. Yeah. Because by having a draft, even though I was happy that Sasha Banks and AJ Styles and people like that were picked so highly, it makes people, if they weren't picked as highly, seem weaker by at least by doing this, as it's more random, then it makes someone who wasn't picked as highly as someone else not look as weak if you know what I mean but hopefully next time if they do another draft they might maybe do it more like that because it. yeah because when you have like the top 10 or top 20 afterwards it's just like oh they just see you as a really low card person so mm. like at least by doing like that way it makes it more interesting it's like a, it's like a lottery kind of thing isn't it like you have a, like the football then at least that way it makes all the wrestlers seem as important as each other because the fact that technically in one list, someone like Keith Slater could be picked at the same time as who wasn't even drafted, which is a joke because Keith Slater is like literally like so low on the card now, it's ridiculous. He's part of the social outcast because of Axel and um, Bo Dallas, who's like, Bo Leave, you know, that guy. It's like, it makes them as important as in a sense like Brock Lesnar. And I thought by doing that, it that would like build up the wrestlers and make them seem more important. Like, did you, would you prefer it that way? Because I. Yeah, I think that'd be better because uh, I, I don't know the, the planning aspect. Of the, of the picking because obviously obviously it's predetermined so I think it'd be better if it was more random yeah I would have done as well I would have preferred it was more random but that's just the way it, the cookie crumbles any other comments about the draft at all Mikey? Um, I like draft snacks he does we both like giraffe snacks they're fucking <laughs> awesome if you get a chance look at some giraffe snacks Booyaka Shah. Giraffe snacks are the best. They are the best indeed. Basically, um, <laughs> before we end, is there any other final thoughts you want to say at all about the draft or even the episode of SmackDown? As it was your first like episode that you watched really of Raw and SmackDown, as you only really watched the pay-per-views. Did you? How did you find the way they did the, as someone who hasn't really watched that much wrestling and you watch, really watched the pay-per-views and stuff, how did you find the episode of SmackDown overall? I feel like they all, they put less um, into it. Like They all seem rushed. Uh, like you said that look, Sasha Banks for example that was rushed yeah to, to, took away from her name so, so I think uh, it's probably the weakest or maybe it's, maybe they uh, unfortunately gave me a bad first impression of it yeah because I reckon if they did it on Raw with being three hours I think it would have been better because they could have made it flow a bit more and not rush some of the matches as much and maybe give them more time but yeah with that sort of thing, it's kind of hard, isn't it, to do it in a... I understand why I did it on SmackDown because it was the first live show on the USA Network and wanted to make it seem important. But then at the same time, if you want to do a big draft, give it as much time as possible to make it last longer and actually make it breathe more and rather than being like, you're just like going... kind of thing, isn't it? But yeah. Hey-ho. But, Mikey, before we go, is there anything you want to plug? Any, like, Instagram or anything you want to, like, mention to, to the peeps? No, I don't want any of my fans getting on my Facebook... So there's nothing you want to plug at all, no? Nah. All right, then. 
So as Mikey's being silly as he usually is, which I love, well, I love this guy so much. Uh, basically, as you guys remember, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, and also subscribe to me on SoundCloud and iTunes and stuff. So obviously, subscribe to me at Now You're Wrestling on all those channels, like as I said before, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud and iTunes. And Mikey, any final quotes or anything you want to say finally <coughs> before I say the, our, our goodbyes? John Cena is the best. Okay. Fair enough. And that's been the resting guys. I've been Mark Spester with, with my best friend Michael Blake. Sayonara. Sayonara and always remember guys, giraffes have nice long necks. Always gone back to you to find another day. I'll go.